Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ, the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio with a pinch of tough, tough and a sprinkle of sassy. It's not for the easily offended. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. And we have a special, special prize or surprise for everybody. We got a prize, everybody come line up. It's called New Mexico Roundhouse. So we got a, a special guest in the in, in the house. Everybody has heard of the Owl Cafe. The one with the San Antonio exit right by Paso Coral. Absolutely. So we got two lovely ladies uh, in studio. We're going to pick them up on the next segment. Uh, but we're going to go over... Um, well, we're going to wrap up from yesterday. We're talking about border issues. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very near and dear to our heart because there, there's many people on both sides being exploited. And children, most of all, you come with the child and you get to cross the border. You get to come in and nobody is verifying who these children belong to. It's almost as if they're renting children. And you know, when Trump was in office, there there was a problem with the same children coming over with different parents, supposedly. So he had actually a DNA test done on one child that had a scar on his face or something and kept coming through the line with a different parent. And it wasn't, the, the DNA did not match the person that was claiming to be his father. Right. So they're uh, selling them over and over and hopefully they make it across the river each time to get sold again because sometimes the children die in the process. Absolutely. And it's just absurd to think that five, six, seven-year-olds are taking a 2,000-mile journey across desert, uh, rough terrain, because we filmed the border before we've been at the boot hill of New Mexico. Uh, And even the five miles from the boot hill in New Mexico to the Mexican border is rough terrain. It's, I mean, it's not an easy travel. It's hard, and it, you know, it is a bad situation. There's nothing close by. There's lots of weeds and fences, but nothing that they can really hide behind trees for shade. It, it's a rough trip. Absolutely, absolutely. So we just wanted to wrap up on that issue. Uh, there is a crisis at the border, and children are being exploited, if not trafficked, and smuggled. So uh, we told you all about the, uh, the lady that was found unconscious off of I-25. Yes, we did. In the middle of broad daylight. On her lunch hour. On her lunch hour. You're n- no one's safe in Albuquerque. No one is safe. So um, she has died. She has since, since died. Um, the Albuquerque Police Department uh, has named the victim. Her name is Maria uh, Kruger, 40. She died March 27th. And she had injuries consistent, uh, consistent with strangulation. So in other words, somebody choked her out and killed her. Well, they Just, found out it was her boyfriend after they all. They found out it was her boyfriend. Yeah, it's 26-year-old Adrian Baltasar Fierro, and he's been arrested the day after she was found. He was initially charged with aggravated battery against a household member causing great bodily harm, and his attorney did not immediately respond to calls for comment Monday evening. No, of course not. I mean, yeah. I mean, what's your defense? <laughs> It's yeah, in the it's middle just of out of challenge. Yeah, so it was uh, twelve fifteen, and um, uh, there was some text going back and forth. This is probably how they uncovered uh, that it was him uh, during their investigation. Coworkers and other colleagues went looking for her because there was some sign of distress, and so apparently uh, Maria's cell phone. Adrian answers the phone. The investigators wrote on the complaint, um, and they asked him. Uh, if he can come in and talk and he's basically like for what and starts laughing Mm -hmm. and uh, then he circles back to the scene of the crime and that's where they pop him because he he had to go back just to see what he did yes he did and you know she was actually trying to get him help god bless her you know she said he was having some mental problems and she was trying to get him some help and this is how he repaid her yeah crazy out in albuquerque so small explosion Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, in Southeast Albuquerque, that's going on now at uh, 39 or 1309 Ortiz Road. 
Um, so there were se several small uh, explosions with oxygen bottles. So probably a built up maybe over the, the COVID, everything's on lockdown. You can't really return oxygen uh, tank bottles or something like that. I know my dad's on, on oxygen, uses oxygen, has it delivered, and those things can uh, be extremely dangerous. So if you have any people in your life that use oxygen, make sure that they are stored uh, properly, stored properly and, and, and make sure we're taking care of our own family members. Mm -hmm. uh, speed is always a factor. APD says two children killed uh, in an I-25 crash. We reported yesterday there was another uh, crash up by tramway. It was a single car collision. Uh, they're not sure exactly what caused the crash but again speed is always a factor a factor mm -hmm. so amazon this is a little more you know national yeah. news mm -hmm. uh uh there's a big push to unionize amazon and guess who's fighting back who amazon <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't they of course so organizers are pushing for 6,000 Amazon uh, workers to join the retail wholesale department store union on the promise that it will lead to better working conditions. So, yeah, they said better pay and more respect. And you know that we have a giant Amazon building now. It's five stories right there on the it's west side. It's huge. Huge. It's so, huge. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be hiring like crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, everybody's hiring. Everywhere we Everybody go, people knows. people are people are. I mean, there's jobs. If you want a job, go out and get a job. It might not be your dream job, but go out, get a job, and then you know, work to see where you want to move from there. Get off unemployment already. Yeah, enough kicking back. It right. was enough. Right. <laughs> Coronavirus is over. Yep. So again, marijuana takes center stage in New Mexico for the special session called by Governor uh, Michelle Lujan. Um, New Mexico lawmakers are embarking on a very unusual legislative session that is focused entirely on the legalization of marijuana. And okay. here's the kicker. Mm -hmm. So in an article from the Pinon Post by John Block, uh, recreational weed supporters claim the term marijuana. Oh my God! It's racist! No, no, it's racist. This microphone is racist. Everything, yes, everything is racist. Is racist. Oh everything God, I'm is so racist. Sick of that word. So on Sunday, Las Cruces Sun ran an article um, talking about Michelle Lujan's recreational marijuana legalization push and the terminology uh, that the dope industry <laughs> has been using to emphasize marijuana cannabis. Mm -hmm. The article claims that many industry leaders prefer the term cannabis, which is a drug scientific term uh, to marijuana, uh, given the term's association with criminals as well as racist, uh, you know, intent towards uh, Latinos and other non-white social groups. Uh, so um, I need to take a deep breath. With yeah, that no, I'm totally. I'm so sick of this so, whole thing. I'm almost done, and then you can give your comment on it. <laughs> Uh, it played into the branding immigrants as a problem, and it played into the branding that people of color, here we go again, mm -hmm. people of color as a threat to white America. Claims the New Mexico Cannabis Chamber of Commerce executive uh, director. So he says, I think we absolutely need to stop saying marijuana. Are they going to come for the lowriders next? <laughs> for sure. And he said we need to stop it today. Today. Like, oh, my God, like it's a big old emphasis, yeah. like it's child yeah. abuse. Another white man telling you what to do. <laughs> That's right. Don't say marijuana. <laughs> and when you say your last name, uh, say it like Vargas, not Vargas, yeah. or something like this, right? <laughs> and uh, no more lowriders because that obviously brings, you know, some sort of cannabis trade. Yeah. 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 They're all stoned. Unbelievable. I can't, I can't get over it. I know. What, I know. What, is, what are they thinking? So I hear that uh, they sung a song in the, in the 
in a special session. Oh, I know because she said I'm gonna. She bought it back for two weeks and charged the taxpayers fifty thousand dollars a day right. to come back to get her right. agenda completed. Right. And like I said, so the opening song went something like this. It goes on. Um, so when you fly by, pick me up. I got the giggles and baby, I'm loads of fun. So when you fly by, pick me up. I'm stoned. So that's how we're going to see Albuquerque now. Recreational marijuana. Kids will be able to get weed. I mean, they, I mean, they get it anyway, don't they? But now they're just going to make it a whole lot easier for them. And you know, for anyone that's ever smoked it, it kind of makes you super, super relaxed a lot, I see. So the kids are really relaxed now. And now when they go to school, they'll be totally relaxed. Right. I mean, will they learn anything, I'm asking myself? I don't myself? know. Are they ever going to ride a bike again? I don't know. Will they ever see the sun again? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. So you're listening to KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. We are the hottest and newest uh, conservative local talk radio with a pinch of tough and a sprinkle of sassy. And it's not for the easily offended. Uh, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. I'm Dinah Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. everybody welcome back you're listening to off the cuff abq it's the hottest and newest local conservative talk radio on kdaz 96.9 fm 700 am i'm Dinah vargas and i'm stella padilla and in-house today we have two beautiful women from the owl cafe like we mentioned before it's right off the san antonio exit right past socorro they have the best green chili cheeseburgers i ever ate i try to eat something different when i go but i can't resist them you can't resist it <laughs> yeah i so mean if you go there you got it i mean you got to get the world famous that's right so I want to introduce them right now. Well, we have Janice um, Argerbright and Rowena Baca, and they are the owners of the Owl Cafe, and I want to welcome them. Welcome. Good morning, yes. ladies. Good morning. Good morning. So you traveled from the Owl Cafe to here? We did. Was your trip okay? Oh, yes. Did you see That's a bunch good. of abandoned cars along the way? No, not this time. Really? <laughs> usually, they're, usually they're lined with that. I said, just follow the broken cars yes. all the way to Albuquerque. <laughs> when we were down there, I went to visit you. There was three cars, and they were all on bricks, and all the tires were gone. And I said, okay, this looks like Albuquerque for sure. But it was further down. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the Owl Cafe and how long you've been in business. And Okay. Uh, we've been in business over 75 years. Wow. Okay, I'm the fourth generation. My great-grandfather started uh, the, the uh, place as a, what was it, a grocery store? Grocery store. Okay. Grocery store. Uh, it was probably the main event there in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they had. And, it, and this was uh, Frank and D. Chavez? No, it was um, uh, Jose Estanislao okay. Miera. Oh, okay. my great-grandfather. Okay, okay. Yeah. They and called then, him J.E. Miera. J.E. Mira. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And Teresita, that was my grandma. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. A, a long, long line of family a members. A long <laughs> line of family members. There's a lot of history there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you walk in there, you got pictures everywhere, people who have been there, uh, and then the dollar bills everywhere. And they all have little messages on them. Yeah, tell us about the dollar bills. Yes, you know, it started uh, 
with the businessman putting his, his card on top of a dollar and pinning it to the wall, I guess to attract attention. And ever since then, people have, uh, well, it started with, the, with them writing on the, on the dollar, you know? Right. They would leave messages like, I was here, or great chili cheeseburger. Right. Or what other messages, Ma? Oh, all like, kinds of messages. Yeah, you know, real. <laughs> Kilroy was here. <laughs> everybody was here. Everybody, yeah. every, everybody has been to the Owl Cafe, and if you haven't, you are missing out. That's right. So Owl Cafe is open. Yes. You have um, um, in-restaurant seating. Yes. Obviously limited, following the rules of the governor and all of this stuff. But but if you wanted to make a short little trip on the weekend, there you go. Yes, we except get... Sunday. Oh yeah, <laughs> except for Sunday, yeah. they have Sundays off. That's our cleaning day. That's your cleaning yeah. day. I'd rather be open. But yeah, we got to clean. <laughs> right, we got to clean. We got to clean. So um, so let's see. So it was originally a a grocery store, and the whole community always went there it was a big event there so the owl cafe the owl um uh, burger how did that name come to be how did the burger get yeah well you know um just oh what about eight ten miles east of the bar of the owl um the first uh, atomic bomb was detonated mm -hmm. or the trial right uh those people or the they called themselves prospectors which they were really the scientists, you right. know, Oppenheimer and, right. and his group. They rented uh, rooms from my great-grandfather. Oh, he wow. had like little cabins, you mm -hmm. know, to rent. And nobody knew who they were, what they were doing, or, you know, it was all so secretive. Uh, they became friends with my great-grandfather. And, um, and then my grandfather had come back from the war. Mm -hmm. His stint was over. So he came back, and these guys would come out from the desert. They were hungry and thirsty. They wanted beer, of course, of course. <laughs> and food. And food. So that's how, how the burgers started. They started making um, hot meals for mm -hmm. them and bringing in the beer and stuff. So thus the, the owl bar and cafe Wow. Began. There you go. <laughs> we so still have the first little grill. It's a little tiny grill about this big. <laughs> the original. Now we little. got a great big one, you know. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. What history is there? Really? And so these people that came that were working on the atomic bomb, they yes. called themselves prospectors? Mm -hmm. Like gold? Gold and silver. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So no, Yeah. Nobody thought anything different. Well, no, because we're innocent, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Until I think the, it was the night before the, the scientists told my great-grandfather, you know, don't, uh, don't get scared tomorrow. And look out towards the east, and you're going to see something that you'll never, ever see in your whole lifetime. And I hope never and to see it again. again. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And I think my mom was a little girl then. She was hiding under the bed. <laughs> my grandma pushed me under the bed. Well, because you don't know that what was to gonna, expect. That was going to save us, you know, the Right, bed. <laughs> right, right. Of course, of course. It's like, get under your desk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so do you, do you uh, remember that night? All I remember is that we were scared to death and the whole room turned red. That's all I remember. Red? Like wow. fire? It was a, like, I don't know, a weird color, you know. And wow. That's all we remember. And my grandma wouldn't let us get out of the, under the, from under the bed. Right. You know? Was it like a flash or it lasted a while? It, it lasted a little while, yeah. 
Wow, I can't That's even all imagine. I, remember. I, I can't I imagine. Oh. Did, was, we were scared. Me and my cousin, we were hiding our eyes and right, right, <laughs> everything. But yeah, did the room shake or things shake no. or no? Well, we were under no. the bed. I don't know. You don't know. Maybe the bed was shaking. We were shaking. They were shaking. That's what what I've heard stories from somebody else that said that that um, that the prospectors had told my grandfather to hide all his glasses and dishes and stuff because it, it would fall but i don't now oh, that's strange huh? <laughs> right right and did you guys feel any effect from it well you know that that uh, a lot of the farmer farmers and ranchers say that their cows turned white and all the animals like the little bunnies and squirrels and every all the animals turned white really like the, white sands. Radiation. Yeah. yeah. With the radiation. Unbelievable. How mm -hmm. scary. What an amazing story. Yeah. And so yeah. today you don't feel any effects from that, right, at all? No. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that was quite a story. I, I had never heard anybody that actually experienced it. I mean, I know it was it happened. Right. But I'd never met anybody right. who experienced it. That's mm -hmm. really weird. Yeah. Yeah. The, we've been mentioned in a lot of books that, have, that uh, people have written about the Trinity site. Mm -hmm. Right. So, how far away is it from there? Um, about 35 30 miles. 30 miles? 35. That's close. There's 12 miles up to the bed, to the road that goes to the base, and then another 35 miles in, into, into the, the uh, stallion site, is what they call it. I think we've gone through there on our way to um, Alamogordo, and it's still mm -hmm. white out there. Like, mm -hmm. well, they have white right. sands. Right, that's sands probably too. what that is. Yeah, yeah. who mm -hmm. sees white sand, right? Oh. It's wild. Only in New Mexico. I know New Mexico always has this rich, unique history. And so even if you know a little bit about the atomic bomb or whatever, it's like we almost uh, know the rest of the story with the Owl Cafe and exactly <laughs> how it fit in. So that's a lot of history. But um, your um, cheeseburgers are world famous. I just want to talk about what they do with all those dollars against the wall that you oh, walk yeah. in and say, man, we could pay for lunch 20 times here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Grab five of those dollars up there yeah. and, and let's pay for lunch. So, so what do you do with the dollars? Uh, every year, the, the year before or the week before Christmas, we take them down, mm -hmm. count them. Usually there's uh, anywhere between $1,500 to $2,000. Wow. $1 bills. And then other people leave like 20 or, you know, once mm -hmm. they find out, you know, where the money goes, yeah. uh, we count them. We have, uh, I think it's 10, nine or 10 different uh, charities that we give the money to. And it's mostly children's charity, charities. Um, the um, St. Jude mm -hmm. Children's Hospital, Make-A-Wish, Make Joy Junction, mm -hmm. Shriners Hospital, Shriners, Shriners. Uh, Carrie Tingley Hospital, Carrie Tingley, mm -hmm. right here, mm -hmm. right here in New Mexico. So some of these um, dollar bills, they got, you know, little notes on them, and some of them simply read, uh, I was here, <laughs> like you're talking about. <laughs> Girls trip, right? <laughs> Girls trip, uh, happy birthday, I'm so glad that you are open um, prayers to anybody who reads this. I mean, this is just amazing. So like at any booth that you sit at, like we kind of took some time and just started reading all of this stuff. One said uh, girls trip mm -hmm. and, and that kind of felt like our trip because me, you and Lori went up there and, um, because we had stopped by originally, I think even before we knew what the title of the show was going to be or anything like this, but 
we were like, we have to interview mm -hmm. um, these beautiful ladies at the Owl Cafe. And then, you know, as as we got to know each other is, is when your story unfolded of how long it's been uh, open. You said four generations. It's passed through four generations. Um, and you're, and you're still active. I saw you there at, at, at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. So it, it's all hands on. Mm -hmm. This Fa is your approach. Family run. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to, I'm the errand girl. She said, mom, can you go get us some lettuce? We're running out of lettuce. They mom. made you the gopher. <laughs> <laughs> they made you the gopher? the gopher, go for the lettuce and go for the ketchup. <laughs> you know, when we used to, uh, go work a lot in the South filming, you know, for, we, when for Steve Pierce, we used to go down there and film for him the, all the crisis happening before this crisis. And we'd always stop by, and for some reason, we came on a Sunday and we'd always pull up and it was closed. It was always closed, yeah. Yeah, so we didn't know that you closed on Sundays. We thought maybe you weren't open, but we went on a Friday and caught you there, haha. -ha. <laughs> 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 let there me, let me tell you the story on the Sunday closing. Okay. okay. My dad <clears throat> said, uh, D, my mom's name was D. Uh, I'm going to start opening on Sundays. And we looked at each other, you know, we thought, no, we got to rest one day, you know. And so we just let him open. He was the cook. He was the waitress. That's he was did. a server. He was uh, <laughs> the dishwasher. He was a janitor. And uh, it lasted one Sunday. One Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Teach him. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you guys so. have Sunday off. Sunday should be a day of rest. Even though you have to clean a little bit, you've got to clean it. But yeah. it should be a day of rest. And right. God bless you for what you guys do for the children. New Mexico's children can use all the help they can get. Trust mm -hmm. me. Right. Yeah, they live in a horrible state. It's a bad state for kids to grow up in. It's the worst in, in education, the worst in everything. I mean, they don't even take care of them. They, they, kill, they kill them from the womb, you know. And nowadays, like, the ones that survive aren't, aren't being educated. They're not being well taken care of, a majority of them. So God bless you for what you do for mm -hmm. the children of New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. thank Definitely. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and, and especially now that I know where all the dollars go, I'm just like, wow. Mm -hmm. And then you spend a whole week. It's sort of just like, um, like a tradition. You take them all down. Look at all the notes. Mm -hmm. What, um, what are some of the the uh, the uniqueness of these messages? Have have you seen? Well, you know, there's one. Um, there was a, a grandfather that would come, and I remember the little the little granddaughter's name was Luna. <laughs> <laughs> he would they there in back of the. They would find a little space there, you know. And they'd put their little dollar, and they'd put, you know, now we're using paper to right. write messages. And every time he would come, he would he would uh, say Grandpa was here, and then he'd put the date. Mm -hmm. And then when the little girl and her family would come, Luna was here, and they put the date. You know, and that right. was, I thought that was cool. Right. Because I wondered, I'd go, where? You know, he'd pick up his to-go order, and I'd look, and I'd say, well, where is, what is he doing back there in the corner? Right, right. He was writing. <laughs> so I went and looked, you know, <laughs> yes. and I thought, oh. Oh, how cute right so, so <laughs> that year when we took down the I think it was the year before last we took down the money and I saved the little paper for him so mm -hmm. the next time he came in I said oh I you know you want to give this to to Luna so she'll know right, you know, that right. he got all excited <laughs> yeah and then so um how far have um have people come oh my goodness yeah <laughs> International. My, she, she's the one that reads yeah. all the. <laughs> I come to the bar when I see a lot of cars, and I'll come and I'll look at all the license plates. Mm -hmm. And uh, last week, I saw two cars that were kind of exotic-looking look, cars, you know, parked next to each other. One was from New York, and the other one was from. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, 
New York, and uh, I can't think of a place. Exactly, California, someplace in California. Mm-hmm. But I thought that's a whole country, you know. That's, right. And they, they're both here, and they don't know each other or right. anything, you know. Right, yeah. So, so I, when I walked in the barn, I told Janice, you had to talk to that guy from New York. What's he doing here? How yeah, did he exactly. find us? <laughs> you know? What's, what's he doing in San Antonio, New Mexico? <laughs> and you know what's funny is if when you talk to him, they say, oh, well, my friend from uh, New York told me to stop here if I'm ever in this area. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that, like, weird? Yeah, <laughs> that's it's just like a small world. All right. The, the soldiers that were stationed there at Stalin, you know, when they did the atomic right. bomb, and then afterwards... We had a lot of GIs. In fact, all the girls from San Antonio got married. <laughs> yeah. They did. They that all went to San year. Antonio. Thank <laughs> you, Jesus. Me. Husbands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, they, uh, they're the ones that go, and, and then their families would stop by on vacation or whatever. They would tell their friends, and they would stop and say, Oh, Maria told us to stop to be sure. I said, Well, isn't she ever coming home? Oh, no, she's very happy. Yeah. And... and uh, healthy and she's doing real well in Timbuktu, you Timbuktu know, or wherever. <laughs> wherever she's at. And a lot of the girls didn't never come back. Wow. It seems like there's a lot of people into road trips. I mean, for New York, to travel from New York, right. that's a long yeah. ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, if you happen to be, if you happen to be in San Antonio, New Mexico, go to this little <laughs> place called the Owl Cafe, and then people go. And they find the place. And they find the place. It's strange. We have, uh, you know, when we read the do- the little messages on the dollars, there's always some from Japan, mm-hmm. from Europe, anywhere in yeah. Europe. Wow. Where else? Oh, they're I, from like Italy, Puerto Rico. Every place, every place in the world. Every place. Uh, in fact, last I'm the one that, that checks them out after they pull them down. See, the, at first they used to sign the dollars. Right. And then the bank got mad at us. They said, we're not going <laughs> to take no more, Rowena. You better <laughs> do something else, you know. So that's when she started putting little papers. Right, there, you know? right. But uh, I found one from Newfoundland. I thought, we've never had one from there. And from New Zealand. And he said, where's Newfoundland wow. anyway? Australia. Right. I wow. Mean, all over the Everywhere. world. Everywhere. All over. How amazing. Those are amazing stories. So the, the Owl Cafe is essentially uh, as, as, as much a part of San Antonio, New Mexico. It is San Antonio. It, it is San Antonio, right New Mexico. The map. It's, it's right. the hub. Yes, right. <laughs> it is the hub. No, you but know, we, we um, employ a lot of the, the um, people that live in San Antonio. Right, kids. So the a lot of kids, kids start. That's mm-hmm. a, their first their job. Their first job. Their first job. Well, speaking of employees, I want to give a shout out to Marianne because yes. I love yes. her. Yes. <laughs> She's Hi, the best waitress ever. We have a picture together and everything. She's <laughs> the friendliest person. You're lucky to have her. She's good. Uh-huh. She's yeah. very good. Hi, yeah. Marianne. <laughs> Thank you, Marianne. Yes, for being such a good person. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, don't forget everybody. All, everybody deserves to taste this Owl Cafe, uh, the cheeseburger from there. It's too amazing. And I know a lot of people take credit for cheeseburgers here in town, but this one tops Takes the cake. Takes a cake, Every period. Time, yeah. Period. That's why it's world famous. Yes. World <laughs> famous. We say that we invented the green chili cheeseburger. Oh, really? <laughs> you want to okay. tell them the story? Yeah. Okay, so if anybody <laughs> dares to challenge <laughs> no, that, right? <laughs> we got okay, the in-house. When he started over 75 years ago, okay, he used to serve the cheeseburger, and he would put a, a bottle of picante sauce on all the tables. And then pretty soon, uh, he would be eating chili, you know, and the customer would say, well, Frank, why don't you put the, the chili on the hamburgers, you yeah. know? So he started with the chili. And I, I swear that he's the one that 
invented the chili yeah, cheese. Yeah, had to be. Yeah. Because 75 years ago, nobody else that I know of thought about it. even thought anything about a chili cheese. <laughs> right, right. And that picante sauce is from Texas anyway, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, didn't you, didn't he used to put the chili in a bowl? Yeah. And when and one time the dishwasher didn't yeah. show up, and he didn't have any dishes left, so he just said, just oh, "I'm going to throw that chili on the burger and do the cheese." <laughs> yes, it and there it is. Yeah. There the it is. Chili cheeseburger was born. Voila! <laughs> Voila! One less yeah. dish to wash. Right, right. Well, what was, an amazing story! What yes. an amazing story! So, um, what else do you guys do? What's there to do in San Antonio? Work? The Owl Cafe. <laughs> no, no, we just work, told work, you about work. it. <laughs> right, right. No, you know what? We're, we're, uh, the Bosque del Apache is about eight miles down the road. Mm -hmm. That's a real nice little family trip, you know, to go through the right. tour. In fact, uh, last week I took my, my two granddaughters down and we saw 10 deer. Oh, wow. And some wild boar. Ooh. I had never seen wild. You know, I've been looking through the binoculars and I'm like, what are those? things out there they're scary and then they turned and the, you could see the snout and i'm like yuck fail looking <laughs> yeah but uh, the bosky um what else is there's all a lot of hiking a lot of hiking and, um, the ghost fishing. town san pedro's a little ghost town across the river I, I went to that uh, refuge like two months ago. I think I took my camera and I thought it was going to be like something t totally different. I went there and the ducks were all in a bad mood. They were, <laughs> two of them posed for me and the other ones like snubbed me and they were all like trying to chase me away. And I, I don't know if they were hungry or just didn't want any visitors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're probably being tired, uh, got tired of being looked at. Probably, <laughs> probably. But I was a photographer. I was trying to take You're good pictures of them. <laughs> of the ducks and they were being uncooperative. They didn't want to do That's anything. A, yeah, there's a lot of uh, bird watchers that go. Well, and from then all they'll, over. Uh, yeah. From all over. And they'll, um, they'll go and then they'll take their pictures, you know, with their fancy cameras and stuff. Mm -hmm. Then they'll go to the bar and take out their laptops and books and and look at the pictures, and they're like, oh, looky, come here, come here. There's a, a this bird I saw, you know, and they show in the picture, and yeah. I'm like, oh, how exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always, it's I, like, I always we see birds. them all every day. You know? Oh, they're but, not, you're but, not impressed. Right, <laughs> right, right, every day. I'm like, they're, they are our neighbors. <laughs> so so we're going to take just a quick little break, and we, when we come back, uh, we'll still have our lovely guest from the Owl Cafe in studio. You're listening to uh, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Uh, it's a new and exciting show called Off the Cuff ABQ. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Christina. And I'm Kenneth Garza, and we are the founders of the Cherub Initiative, a nonprofit organization. We help abortion-minded women choose life with alternative resources away from abortion. Find out more about us at cherubinitiative.epizy.com and remember to click the donate button. Again, that is cherubinitiative.epizy.com. Preserving life, one baby at a time. Saving lives, one mom at a time. everybody welcome back to off the cuff abq it's the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio and it's not for the easily offended you're listening to kdaz 96.9 fm 700 am a pan-american broadcasting company i'm diana vargas and i'm stella padilla and we are in studio yes we are in studio we have rowena 
and Janice from the Owl Cafe. The, the original Owl Cafe in San Antonio, New That's Mexico. Right. And the and original they, family owners. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's been passed down through um, multiple generations, four to be exact. Mm-hmm. And let's get the address in case somebody happens not to know where. Yeah, what is uh, the address? Right. It's um, 77 U.S. Highway 380. And if you're, you're traveling on I-25, it's exit 139. And it's right off the exit, not very far at all. Mm-mm. Right off the exit, right there. And you, everyone has GPS. Everyone <laughs> has GPS. Everyone does. You can does. find your way there It's easily. super simple. Yeah. Um, anybody traveling from Albuquerque to there, from there to Albuquerque, or even uh, through Albuquerque, uh, you have to pass by there. Yep. You might as well schedule your lunch for that. You won't be disappointed. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, the environment is great, the staff is great, and the owners obviously come with a wealth of history to San Antonio, New Mexico. So uh, were you guys closed down during COVID, obviously? Well, we um, were, we were open except for takeout. Right. You know, and then we had to close because uh, one of our employees got COVID, mm-hmm. so we did the whole quarantine right. for a couple of weeks and then opened again to takeout which was hmm, you know yeah <laughs> it was hard it's not the same hard. so then we built a, a picnic area in the back uh for outdoor dining and that helped a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and it's just been up and down right up and down up, up and, and down, down up and down but our county is turquoise now so oh, congratulations we're rebounding a little a, bit re- yay uh, on the way back <laughs> i always thought green meant go but then they added Turquoise. No. <laughs> I'm a prospect. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so uh, you also, Janice, uh, you serve uh, on the on the board of regents for Western uh, New Mexico University. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. How That's, long have you been doing that? I have been there ten years. Ten years. Ten years. I'll. Uh, I need have two more years, and then it'll. It'll uh, be my two terms. Your two terms. Mm-hmm. And it's elected, appointed? I was appointed by uh, Governor Martinez. Oh, nice. The, the two times. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I mean, it's it's a very prestigious board mm-hmm. to sit on. Uh, and and I didn't know that about you until until we met on Friday, but uh, super impressive. It, yeah. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, joy you know i always <laughs> i tell everybody i got my bachelor's at nmsu mm-hmm. my master's at unm but my heart belongs to western there you go <laughs> period they, it's story. a good little university you know yeah yeah and very you, good could you only do two terms uh as long as or however many that you're appointed oh like, good so it's just appointed you can't get voted in no. Oh, good. Well, yeah. No. That seems like a good deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. That's a long time to serve. Mm-hmm. So, it's so, so you've probably seen the university evolve. Oh yes, we have a wonderful uh, president. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Shepard is the president. He, he, uh, he, and I started at the same time. Okay. And um, we've the university has really evolved. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful campus and uh, good, good uh, programs. We're like the best in social work and the counseling services. Right. And it's a good. Okay, good so with that, let's give a shout out to Western uh, New Mexico University, all its staff, all of it, all of its regents, boards, professors, and everybody. Yes, go Western University. Yes, <laughs> yes. Go Mustangs. Go Mustangs. <laughs> There's Mustangs there. Yes. <laughs> well. You know what we, need, we, we needed to talk about was another famous person that came from San Antonio. Who is it? 
Conrad Hilton. Oh, I heard, I heard this about is this. right. Yes. This is right. Mm-hmm. Yes, tell us about yes the he, Hilton connection. He, he was uh, born and raised in San Antonio. His father, what was Augustus Gus Gus, Gus Hilton, mm-hmm. had a, a mercantile and a, a boarding house and a saloon down the way. And Conrad, I guess, grew up with with Grandpa Mira. Mm-hmm. Grandpa and, they and him were working were like, for Gus Hilton. Mm-hmm. They were real good friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that he started out in such in a, a tiny little town. Look right. where he is now. I know a lot of people come from New Mexico like this. Yeah, you know? even that mm-hmm. dreaded Bill Gates. Doesn't he come from New Mexico? I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, but he uh, um, he was uh, good friends with my my great grandfather. Mm-hmm. In fact, I liked a little story. We had a family reunion a couple of years ago, and some you know everybody brings stuff, and I think it was my aunts that brought a. a uh, scrapbook, and there was a letter in there from Conrad Hilton to my great grandpa. And um, my grandfather had gotten sick, or my great grandfather had gotten sick at that time. And um, Conrad writ- wrote a note, you know, I hope you're doing better, or I heard you were sick, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Here's a, a check for $100 to help you, you know. <laughs> and I thought, oh, and that at that time, right. that was it a was, lot of money. It was a lot of money, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's kind of is still a lot of money. I mean, yes. you could put gas and buy a Coke <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the, the gas station. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, any other famous people you remember going in? Well, I know one thing about Conrad Hilton. He, uh, when uh, <clears throat> my grandpa had diabetes, mm-hmm. and they had to cut off his leg. And uh, Conrad, I guess, they knew about it or something, you know. So he came to see Grandpa. Uh, they had the Hilton tournament, golf tournament in Socorro. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, wow. Uh, he, yeah, and uh, the, he's the one that used to sponsor it and pay for it and everything. Right. You know? So he went to San Antonio to see my grandpa, and grandpa knew he was coming. So he, there in the little dining room that we have, he got all the ladies from San Antonio to cook a dinner for him. <laughs> and uh, he got like a little band. I guess it was like a... a half a piano and a right, guitar right. or something. Right. Anyway, Conrad Hilton started dancing with all the ladies that were there. <laughs> and here comes the big shots, you know, Mr. Hilton, we got to go to Socorro. You're getting late for a, a tea that they're having for you. I don't want no tea, he said. I'm going to stay in San Antonio with my people. <laughs> right, right. That's I'm with him. Said. I'd rather stay and dance. Totally. <laughs> That's what he totally. said. Totally. Wow, what an amazing story. Mm-hmm. What an amazing story. Yeah. Wasn't there another... when? Uh, Grandpa Mira was on some board or whatever and went to Chicago or somewhere and he stayed at the at a Hilton and and Conrad Hilton had uh, told the workers if anybody ever comes from San Antonio New Mexico you treat them good you treat them like family and and uh, they had gotten him a car I think and the best room, you know, that he had and wow. stuff. Wow. So does, does that still work if you go to Hilton? I know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm from San Antonio, New Mexico. <laughs> but, but you know what? I, I got to meet uh, his grandson, Conrad Hilton third, at the bar, at the Owl. Uh, one evening he was there with uh, his cousins. He has some cousins in, in uh, those are cousins? In Socorro. In Socorro, yeah. yeah. And um, I got to meet him, and I was principal of the uh, little elementary school there in San Antonio at the time. And uh, he was, you know, we started talking, and he goes, well, what can I do for the kids? And I said, you know what? And this is a time that the computers were starting mm-hmm. to come out. I said, you know what? These poor little 
kids, you know, they're farm kids, ranch kids. They don't know anything about computers. Or so you know, I, I, I wish I could find some money to to buy computers and and teach them. You know, yeah, train them. And uh, he goes, oh, okay. He goes about how much money? And then I said, oh, I would just out of my head. I said, oh, ten thousand dollars would you know get us started. The next week, I got a check in the mail for $10,000 from the Hilton Foundation. Wow. But he was an amazing man. Yes. Oh. And love San Antonio. You know the story, uh, you know, but if anybody comes from San Antonio, New Mexico, like you roll out the red carpet <laughs> yeah. for them because that's where I'm from. That I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that, that says a lot about a person uh, not wanting to forget where they come, come from. from. And and then and then imagine for other people from San Antonio and then they go up and, and then and then they just get this. Very, yeah, huge welcome. Feel very (laughs) special from little old San Antonio, New Mexico. Those Hilton hotels are nice. And they are nice. I stayed in a Mm. lot of them. Yeah, they're really nice. Right. The ones in Vegas were. What's the population of San Antonio? It's probably about 500 people. 500 500. people. That's including the ranches, isn't Mm, it? And the the farms. I'm going by voters. Right, right. Right, by voters. (laughs) If you don't vote, you don't count. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Everybody should be voting. So it's a small... So what county is um, San Antonio in? It's in Socorro. Socorro Socorro County. County. Not to be mistaken for uh, Socorro City or yeah. town, like Bernalillo <laughs> County, not to be mistaken for the or town of Bernalillo. Bernalillo. How do we get all our names in New Mexico? It's like, <laughs> what they're all the same. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm sure glad that you guys all have that rich history. I'm sure if you go to the Hilton Hotel now, Paris Hilton won't let us have a free room. I know. Um, probably yeah. not. Probably. We, we don't want her to come to visit she us. Didn't, no. uh, <laughs> she didn't even mention when she had her... her Little uh, what program, was it a simple life or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. She didn't ever mention San Antonio, and she could have gone over there, can right. I? Right. And said, "Oh, this is where my grandpa's from. This is the bar that was in his saloon." Right. Well, you know. Right. When her did see her. And right. Tell us about the bar. Sorry, but yeah, <laughs> screw Paris. No, I'm just <laughs> shame on her. Because that would have been an amazing story. Could you imagine her? Well, she she didn't come yeah. from there, so she yeah. she was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. So this doesn't I mean anything. Yeah. 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 I always wondered how the bar got here from down where San Antonio used to be, mm-hmm. which is about a, a little over half a mile down. Mm-hmm. That's where he had the saloon and all that. Okay. And some guys came uh, probably about three or four years ago, and they said, hey, Rowena, do you want to know how the bar got here? I said, yeah, I, I know it's here, but I don't know how it got here. <laughs> it's one big solid piece right. of mahogany. Right, you know? right. And they said, your dad paid us, he said, in beer and hamburgers. <laughs> and we walked that damn thing. That's the way he said it. We walked it all the way from down the old San Antonio all the way up to here and put it up for him. Wow. And he said it took us two days of <laughs> walking. <laughs> and I said, yeah, but because you were drinking beer. And right, <laughs> right. Stopping for a cheeseburger break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, plus green chili. Plus yeah. green chili. Yeah, it's a beautiful bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's our pride and joy. The pride and joy. <laughs> the pride and joy. Yes. The, uh, the whole restaurant is just uh, it's, just unique. It's real homey. They came to buy it back, the, the rest of the family. They, oh, uh, really? They talked to me, you know, and they said, uh, uh, we want to buy, buy that bar back. And I said, what are you going to do with it, Mr. Hilton? It was one of the sons, you mm-hmm. know. And he says, uh, well, the Cisco, Texas is where he had his first hotel. We want to put it in Cisco, Texas. I said, no, sir. 
if you want to buy it or something, I said, fix this place up. This is where your dad was from. Right. You know, he wasn't from Francisco, Texas. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, we'll, we'll make you a new bar. He said, we'll put whatever you want. We'll do this. I said, where are you going to find a solid piece of mahogany like that right. with a solid, you know? <laughs> right, because it's a solid piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's How one much? big piece, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How much do you think it's worth? You know, so, oh, I don't know. Priceless. It's priceless. Yeah, but, but priceless is the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. priceless. Yeah. Yeah. priceless. You're not getting it. It's not for sale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he, he never did come back. He never did come back. <laughs> That's okay. I, I couldn't imagine why he would, because your no was probably, no, <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. So a town of 500, is it, uh, is, is, what's the people like over there? What do they do? They, um, a lot of them are farmers and ranchers. Mm -hmm. A lot Good. of them work at the uh, 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 refuge, refuge or the uh, uh, white sands, okay. stallion the site, railroad, the, the railroad. railroad. They're always fixing the railroad because every time it rains, it floods all the tracks away. And so here comes the crew. And That's it, every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, you guys are kind of like Albuquerque, a lot of government jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good because they're good pain. Well, and kind of like all of New Mexico, that's just yeah, that's, that's always roll. been that's how we roll. Yeah, the workforce. And then sure. we have wonderful chili over there too. Yes. So yeah, chili, chili fields. Chili. Mm -hmm. So so where do you get your chili from? Well, we buy it from local, mm -hmm. and then we could have a lot of times that local can't service us, so we right. have to get it contract. You know. Right. Right. So. Well, that's amazing. So uh, so your chili comes from local. Farmers, as or much as we can, as get. much as you can yeah. get, comes from local farmers. Yeah. What an amazing story! Have you had the chili from Lemitar? Yes, uh, Lemitar. Mm -hmm. My dad used to go there every summer and get like ten sacks. Yeah, mm -hmm. ten yeah. very good. So, and then your hands are just on burning. fire, on fire, on fire. <laughs> All right, so we're coming towards the close of our um, segment. You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's not for the easily offended. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you for much for being in the studio. Mm -hmm. You've honored us. We love your cafe, your world-famous cheeseburgers, and we will be back. Thank you, thanks. Janice, and thanks, Rowena. God Thank bless you. you. Thank God. you for having us. Yes. Absolutely. Que, God bless you. Que Dios los bendiga. Andale. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Good morning, Albuquerque. This is Gerald Loeb, local author here of All Things Political and Humor. I have a new book coming out on the 15th of April and it's called Mayhem Manor. In this book you have feckless bureaucrats, mindless politicians, and overwhelmed police force. Inside this book you'll find not one but two love stories and a very unlikely hero. Check it out. It's on Amazon.com and will be available on April 15th. You'll like the read. Thank you very much. Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't forget to catch us on the web at offthecuffabq.com. I'm Dinah Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. Yes. Well, I'm going to have to open up this thing because this, this is really upsetting to me. Stop it. New Mexico's Senate Democrats reject Republicans' effort to repeal state tax on Social Security. So Senate Democrats today rejected an effort by Senator Mark Moores, he's from District 21 Bernalillo, and Senate Republicans to repeal the state tax on Social Security. New Mexico is currently just 
um, out of just 13 states to tax Social Security benefits. And of those states, guess what? New Mexico's tax is the second harshest. So they don't tax us enough for the whole time you're working, but then you retire and you think you're better off, a little bit better off, and they're going to double tax you under Social Security. Absolutely. This is one of the reasons why New Mexico... Um, because of its heavy tax on Social Security. And again, we're talking about seniors. Yes. We're talking about the very group of people that we um, should be taking care of a little better. But not, you know, not to mention that they're just getting simply double tax. That's right. I mean, who I mean, who does this? Apparently, the great state of New Mexico does. And as a result, the state has ranked one of the worst to, to retire. retire in. Well, they don't leave you any money to live on. <laughs> Exactly. Not to mention New Mexico ranks one of the worst to drive in, yep. worst to raise your kids in, education, worst to educate your kids in. Oh, they tax everybody. So, but yeah, they should give it's their, heavy handed. They should give the retirees a break. Right. And, and why, I mean, the question is, why is New Mexico supporting such, such a tax that, that affects real New Mexicans every day? Yeah. And they pride themselves on saying that seniors, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they have. They live paycheck to paycheck in many cases. Mm-hmm. So why why are we being heavy handed on our seniors? Well, like Senator, doesn't make any sense. Well, like Senator Moore said, this is particularly unfair for our seniors living on a fixed income. They were already disappropriately impacted by the pandemic this year, and this was one way for us to erase their burden. It's a shame that Senate and House Democrats continue to reject the reasonable effort to put more money back in the pockets of those who need it most. Right. So um, Senator Mark Morse, he was uh, elected this past Saturday during a vote with the um, uh, Republican Party mm-hmm. and their central committee. He is our next representative. For CD1? For CD1. Yeah, I read that. Yes. So congratulations to Senator uh, Mark Morse. At least we know now that, that he has... Well, he has New Mexico in mind. You and know. our seniors. Yes. And wants to know why New Mexico under... Uh, what you call Democrat legislation, Democrat passed legislation that allows for such taxation to happen. And again, New Mexico is only one of 13 states. So it's not like everybody is doing this across the United States. No, it's 13 heavy handed uh, Democrat run states. And, and then the, some of the comments. Yeah. Oh, uh, when it was reported that Senator Mark Moores was now the, the candidate for CD1, they said, oh, we don't need another Republican. To help people. What's wrong with them? Right. Keep the Democrats right. and then let's drag so, them down. So again, uh, Republican, mm. you know, because we should highlight it. It didn't get passed. None of the Republican bills got passed. They, they, <laughs> they, and they got beat up over there at the roundhouse. They're going to get beat up again for the special session because uh, they're simply outnumbered. Yep. Uh, but, their, but their beliefs, their conservative value, uh, that's not outnumbered. Uh, often in New Mexico, we have what you call, um, we're loyal to a fault. Have you ever been loyal to a fault? All my life, and I hate Ooh. myself for that. Yeah. Let me see. My great-grandfather owned a Chevy. My granddad owned a Chevy. My dad owned a Chevy. I owned a Chevy. And, and, and God willing, my son will own a Chevy. Uh, and I'm Catholic. <laughs> On top of that. <laughs> On top of everything else. And, and I vote Democrat all the way straight down the ticket. I don't. But people do. These are voter habits. Uh, we have to learn to take uh, responsibility into our, our own hand. Elections are coming up again for the mayor. Look at the city of Albuquerque. 
every single headline that we read crime, was about crime, a death, crime. about children. To, oh, and meanwhile, and meanwhile, children are dying. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, children are dying. And so Tim Keller, he's coming up for, for re-election. How many New Mexicans, how many Burqueños, or if you're Tim Keller, you say Burqueño mm-hmm. or Burke, <laughs> right? While they're taking down Spanish statues. That's right. Right? Can't say marijuana because that's racist, but let's not talk about the you know spanish statues that were ripped down tore down at a museum where exactly they belong what happened there a few blocks from where he lives a few blocks from where he lives he told cops stand down Mm -hmm. he told him stand down go ahead who cares about those people who cares about the people that have been here at least 500 years who come with with the long line of family members and not to mention the history that that we bring and the beautiful uh um it was like concrete and steel collided with Indians and Spaniards. But they evolved. Now we have, we, we're mixed. We have each and other's bloods. Yeah, yeah, so there's no Most problem of us are this. Spanish Indians. That's right. And you know, the most important thing about this is, did you read his platform? Yeah, his most concern is climate change. That's on the top of the list. And the three or four other meaningless things, but at the very bottom, he said crime. Crime. To handle crime. Right, At crime. the bottom of the list. Right. Well, we're already there. I mean, in other words, he had, had no intention to do anything about crime. In the legislature, they tabled all the crime bills that would have solved a lot of our problems. They said, no, we don't need to hear, talk about crime, not jail, no, let them go. Catch, Catch and release, release everything. Catch and yeah, release. let them go, you mm-hmm. know. That's what happens in our state right. and our city. Right. And then make it automatic so that after they are sentenced, all of a sudden uh, they can create get- a new law create a new law that then decriminalizes this or that or whatever, or say, you know what, maybe that was unfair, Mr. Killer. Go yeah. ahead and get out of prison. Go ahead and get out free, and here's a little bit of money for us wasting your damn time. Yeah, for two right? years. Yeah. So, so because crime is on the bottom of, of mayor, uh, for I am the mayor, mayor of, of Albuquerque. Albuquerque. <laughs> so because of that, we'll continue to hear stories of of women uh, found unconscious, strangled during uh, her strangled lunch hour, during her lunch hour, shot at noon. I mean, all kinds of on stuff. On I-25, it's happening in and broad right daylight. In broad daylight, they don't even care to hide because why? Why should they? Right. We yeah. got homeless people living all over the freeways. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Tim Keller, he prides himself on being so progressive, and his platform. He said he was going to do something about the homeless issue. That was four years ago. Yeah, we're still waiting. We're holding our breath. We're like this tick. I'm turning talk, blue. Tick. That's Talk. Right. Don't hold your breath. I already did. I'm Stop blue. it. Stop okay. it. You breathe. Don't fall over. Breathe. 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 <laughs> Another thing that Republicans want to do is to break down the Albuquerque Public Schools into different districts because it's the biggest in the country. Well, that failed miserably. But if you look at <laughs> if you look at APS, uh-huh. two ivory towers. They're so there. big. And then and then if you stand there in front of the building and you look up, you're gonna hurt your neck because it's so big, uh-huh. and they're empty. Uh-huh. They could be renting those spaces, but instead they're they're building other facilities. Further up the road in what you call a teacher training center. I like to call it the clubhouse. It is I mean, a what clubhouse. else is it? Yeah, you know? they just hang out there. It's not for the students at all. Absolutely and not. And the ivory towers, if they sold them or did something with them, they could put more into the education. Right. But And then meanwhile, in the South Valley, you got broken down schools. There you go. I mean, I mean you, got, she goes. you got like the end of shovels holding up like, you know, <laughs> playground equipment or something like this. <laughs> and no computers. Those. Yeah, there's a pile of rocks like that. And just, just, just play with the rocks. That's right. Another horrifying thing that they did to New Mexicans is predatory lending is still 100% legal in New Mexico. So the House and Senate so far have been 
they have not been able to agree on a bill to rein in predatory lending in New Mexico. These practices are not anything new and include more than 100% interest. You can be charged 175% interest on a loan in New Mexico. And guess what? Perfectly it's legal. It's legal. Perfectly legal. Yeah, we're in the wrong, wrong line of business here. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. So for um, so more than 20% of New Mexican uh, residents live below the national poverty line. So the state... Um, presents a ripe market for these sorts of storefront lending. So this is why I was like pawn shops. So <laughs> when you go into a pawn shop, it's a pawn shop deal. Mm-hmm. They give you a tiny, tiny little receipt that says, here, you got 30 days to come back, buy your stuff back, or we're going to keep it. Uh-oh. And then resell it. It's a pawn shop. Everyone knows the terms and conditions. You go get you a small payday loan, it's like buying a house. Almost, and you'll never pay it off. Oh, yeah. Sign here. Yeah. Sign here. You know that predatory lending? Sign here. Yeah, right Sign away. here. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Go ahead. Finish up. Okay. Predatory lending practices victimizes vulnerable cost consumers who cannot afford the high interest rates and other costs associated with money they borrow to cover the disparity between low wages and their needs. Right. And then they say that the reason why these people often fall victim to it is because um, because they're illiterate, they're financially illiterate, and all of these other sorts of things. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's this. Everybody knows what a small payday loan is. Everybody knows the terms and conditions. The language doesn't need to be stronger. It's that they have to get the loans out. And so they're going to go get it because, again, it's poverty. Mm-hmm. Those loans are directly influenced because of poverty, because of jobs, um, economic states, all of these sorts of things. Our time is drawing to a near. I Um, hate this part of the show. I know it's so sad, but I want to thank our special guests, Rowena and Janice from the Owl Cafe down in San Antonio, New Mexico with the best cheeseburgers ever. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to just a quick reminder, don't forget to... Check us out on the web at offthecuffabq.com. Uh, there you can click to be a guest. You can click to be a sponsor. You can make a comment and you can sign up for our newsletter because we're sending newsletters out. So if you've already signed up, don't forget to check um, your spam or junk. Make sure you click on it and you're getting all of the up-to-date information that's happening on Off the Cuff ABQ. Uh, Again, thank you for listening. We can't wait to see you tomorrow. Uh, You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Thanks for joining us. Que Dios los bendiga.